uh, yeah, squad squad's all good at the moment. So um, no real, no new fresh injury worries, uh, worries other than uh, Tom Kearney still still a little bit off, so he won't be involved. But other than that, really, we're we're all fit and and ready to go. Yeah. I know you spoke to me earlier about um, Tom having a few setbacks. Is it um, is he sort of better on schedule now? Or are you expecting him to be? How far away is he? Yeah, it's, you know what? It's it's literally week by week and sometimes day by day, really. It's um, it's an ongoing issue. It's a it's a managing issue or trying to manage the pain where we can and when and when we can't really. So um, yeah, it's, it's it's proven to be a little bit of a tricky one at the moment. So um, yeah, we just we're literally he's doing all he can. We've 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 gone and seen some people as well and referred and got some specialist reports as well. So. Um, there's a new way we're going to go in the next couple of weeks or 10 days and hopefully that this will this will help and certainly get get him on the right track i think about the reverse fixture um for free it's probably one of the games of the season as well um you've taken a lot in terms of experience wise in the championship played against them in the premier league now what is it like actually going up against Leeds with that high intensity yeah, look, it's tough. They're a tough. They're a very, very good side, unique side in the way they play, uh, in terms of the way they're set up. Um, so it's, it's quite unique. You, you don't you don't come across it a lot. Certainly in this division, we've not come across. We've experienced a couple of times last year with Leeds and and Cardiff have, uh, have played similar ways. And then you're right, the intensity of which Leeds play at and um, is is always one which you need to match. Um, so yeah, look, we've played against them now. We obviously was in the same league last year, and we played against them a few times this year. Um, so we have, we understand fully what what Leeds bring, their energy, um, and and the intensity of the game. So um, yeah, we, we, as always, Daddy, we're looking forward to the game really. So it's a good game, big game, um, and yeah, we're raring to go in that sense. Uh, I remember speaking to Anthony. He was he was talking. About- when you face up against Leeds, you know that you're sort of an, another level of running in terms of because they're always going to want to be on the front foot, but that can sometimes play into our hands. Do you actually believe your hands, especially with how good you've been in counter-attacking situations this year? Yeah, of course it can. Yeah, I mean, they commit a lot of bodies. And I think you've seen that at least score a lot of goals. They've scored a lot of goals. I think they're right up there in the, in the charts in terms of chances created. Bodies in the box, they always commit a high high volume of, of bodies and their games are very expansive at times. Um, so of course, while that can cause you stress and certainly can cause um, cause pressure on you, um, there is on the flip side of that as there is an opportunity that at times you can you can get at them through transitions, through counter attacks. Um, so yeah, there there is two elements to that. First and foremost, you need to be able to withstand the intensity and the numbers they create and and, and and how they go about in the attacking phase of the game, you need to be able to deal with that. And that means your structure's got to be good. You, you, you know, Individually, you've got to be very tuned in on that. And then like, like you said, on the transition, there is an opportunity there at times that, that hopefully you can try and exploit and um, try, try, and be, try and be deadly as well, really. Does it add extra pressure going into this game knowing that two teams around you at this moment in time are going to be playing the same weekend and after, of course, your fixture? No, no pressure. No pressure, JD. The pressure comes from within, from us. And, um, uh, you know, I'm being very consistent in my message. It's, it, it's an irrelevance what they're all doing. The main focus for us is Friday night against Leeds and to win the game. To, to, to put in a performance, what, what, what we've 
put in over the last months now to get us to this point needs to come again and that needs to be our main focus and um, you know like I said the main focus is let's go and get three points on Friday night let's put in a performance to get three points and if we do that then it puts us in a in a good place it keeps us on the front foot it keeps us moving forward and um, that's what we want to do also Scott I have to ask you about some of the wider issues that's happening within football this um, the chief executive said it's been a dark day in a beautiful game following the reports around the safeguard of children in the game um, apologies if there's any sort of echo you can't hear anything I'm saying but I just wanted to get your thoughts around the safety of children within football well yeah I think it's the words that that the FA chief executive uses is is probably right bang on for, for exactly what, what it stands for it is a dark day um, and a detailed report you know I think first and foremost the sympathy and for the families and the victims that are involved in in the report uh, are out there and I think that's that's clear um, from everyone the report's shown up that I think there's been three recommendations or 13 recommendations um, for us for, for all clubs and while safeguarding has improved of course it is um, then recommendations I'm sure that every football club around the country um, will be taken on board and this is why you have these investigations and of course that doesn't turn back um, what happened to these victims and, and, and how they must feel um, and it is a dark daylight like like I've just said but hopefully now that them, them recommendations are in place and we can we can look into that on the on the bigger picture of things and make sure that something which was so tragic won't happen again just finally for me um, you've given so much to the game because you've come through this English system you've managed those academy systems as well you understand the responsibility that comes with managing children all the way through to becoming young men game just give us how important that is from that perspective to why we need these safeguards now yeah it's the most, it's the most important thing you're, you're, you're passing I've got four sons of my own I've got, I've got four sons that play football one's at an academy you're passing over your son to people at football clubs or wherever that is schools whatever that may be that hold a position of trust and hold a position that you you you, you do the right thing and, and and of course you know from my side i was brought up in and around it um and of course some experiences what i hear was never was never there for me um but people in these positions and people at every football club Need to need to understand their responsibilities. Of course, they do, and the well-being. You, 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 you've got young young boys that you're you're trying to mould. Of course, in in certain ways, and you have high responsibility in that. And um, yeah, I think that's what we all need to to understand, and ninety percent do. Thank you so much, Scott. And apologies for the slurring, mate. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Thanks, JD. Um, if we move over to Premier League, hi Emma. Hi, Camelo. Hi, Scott. Um, just going back firstly to the game against Leeds earlier in the season, it was a bit chaotic, I think, wasn't it, to, to say the least. How different do you think your side is now when you reflect? How, how much more stable are you going into this one? Yeah, look, it's a, we're, we're a different team, certainly a different animal this time. Um, I think you can see that personnel, the way the team's grown as well, and the way that we've developed uh, over that period. Of course, it's a different side to to what we last played a, against Leeds, really. So, um, 
can I can we take things from from them game from that game and other games we've played? Of course we can. Um, but certainly, us as a us as a team have definitely have, have, have moved moved on from from where we were when we last played. Mm. You touched on it a little bit already, but as far as the scheduling goes this weekend. It's a great opportunity, isn't it? I mean, you won't be thinking about Saturday night's fixtures, but it's a brilliant chance psychologically just to give yourselves a boost in, in this run-in. Yeah, and the biggest boost I mean, will be three points. It, it, that, 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 that will be the biggest boost. And of course, I understand that we play before. The, the other two teams who are in and around us play each other. But the biggest boost we'll have will be that we need to perform on Friday. You can't take your eye off that one, one minute and we, we, we won't do that. Um, so like I've said the main focus is us perform put in a performance win the game or at least attempt to win that game and try and get three points and then we move on to the next and, and whatever's to be Saturday next week the week after is really irrelevant what is irrelevant is us making sure that we do our job and, and we get a result just finally from me, um, after the City game, you said yourself that a couple of the mistakes that led to goals were sloppy. Um, given that that's something, you know, you've worked so hard on as a team to eradicate that from your game, has it left you with any concerns at all going into your, your next one? No, not concerns. It, look, I think it was very um, unlike us. They were... They were silly errors that can happen in football can human you know you you have them days and and certainly that that was that 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 seemed to come against man city um but look we've come a long long way um and you know while you, you look at that as a bit of a blip and a bit of a downturn in performance really and that's exactly how i see it so um do i do I expect that to continue? No, because of what I've seen over the last course of 10, 12, 13 games, really. So, um, yeah, that's, that's where that is. All right. Thanks for your time, Scott. Cheers, Emma. Thank you. Thanks, Emma. Um, Ian Abraham, Scott. Thanks, Carmelo. Thank you very much. Hi, Scott. How are you? Yeah, good, Ian. Um, is concentration the buzzword against Leeds? And when you play out from the back, which I assume you're still going to do to make sure that concentration is 100% or maybe better decision making yeah uh, look, I, playing out from the back wasn't the issue the other night it was just mistakes Toss, Tossin's made a mistake that wasn't playing out from the back it was a ball over the top and he's and um, he's got caught with it there was a set play goal goal in there as well really and the other one he's I don't know whether he's playing out from the back or just kicked it and it, it, it's hit someone's backside and landed straight at Jesus's feet, really. So um, concentration, definitely in your right. Of course, it's a it's a massive, massive, um, a massive word and a massive something you need to do in this division, certainly in the Premier League um, against a team like Leeds. Yes, that, for sure. But that, that probably counts for a lot of teams. So um, as always, um, we have a clear way about the way we want to play and we don't we, we play like that because it's I believe it's the best way for us to win football matches, for us to grow as a team, um, for the players to understand. And um, yeah, so that that's not that's not going to change decision making, when to play, when not to play. The, the the moments of games, of course, is a constant message from me, and uh, we need to understand that as well. Um, but yeah, these are these are all part and parcel of it, really. How much have you missed Tom this season? Because for me, 
you know, last time you were in this division, he was the best player in this league by by a long way. Um, and how much do you miss Kevin McDonald? Um, and, and everything that's gone along with with Kevin, and how is he? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I think regarding Tom, that the 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 quality he has is is there for everyone to see, and um, he'd be the first to be absolutely gutted that he's not been been fit and been able to participate why because he's been in this division a couple of times now last time we was in it um and of course showed his quality but was on was in a relegation team that got relegated and then again this year um has shown his quality early on but has not been able obviously to get a consistent amount of games in the premier league which he's tried and fought all his career to get into so um, that opportunity has not been able to come due to due to injury um, the team have missed him of course they have Tom's got brilliant quality certainly in unlocking a door getting a tempo about you um, with the ball so we, we've missed him in, in that sense and then and, and of course Kev and his experience what what that's that's brought limited game time last year for Kev and at his stage and probably where he was in his career had to bring something very different to the team and the squad and he did that um, and like I said last time you know we just wish him all the best now that he comes through this next part and the next challenge which he presents to him um, which he will and I will no doubt and then work out the plan moving forward Patrick Bamford expects to be called up in the England squad um, for the first time. First of all, you know what that's like, so you can maybe explain it. And secondly, is he one of the most lethal strikers that you you have faced and will face in this division? Well, he's right up there, yeah, definitely. Faced him last year. The amount of chances at least create, like I said, he's you know he's in, he's always in that position. A tireless work rate, you know what 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 he's asked to do out of possession at, at Leeds is. Is phenomenal, really, and uh, and the work he he puts in, yeah, like I said, is it, pretty pretty credible. Um, added to that is is his goal record and him scoring goals, which you know is is been has been very very good this year in the Premier League, really. So step up for him. I know he scored goals in around the Championship for for sometimes for different clubs, but certainly now he's showing his quality in the big league and and, and managing to put them away, really. So. Big challenge for us. We've played against him a few times. Big challenge for the defenders as well to try try and keep him quiet. Two more that are just a little bit off topic. First of all, we saw last week Mikel Arteta drop his captain because he was late, apparently allegedly late for a team meeting. Um, in terms of discipline, are you a real disciplinarian with your players? And what's the weirdest excuse you've been presented with when a player's been late for a meeting? Um... I think it goes go as far as where you see the line really. Everyone's line's different, isn't it? Um modern day modern day football player, modern day not even football player, modern day life and society is that you probably need to give a little bit, of course. Um but where someone's line is, where someone you feel is now taking an absolute liberty is where and that varies from from one coach to other. I've had coaches that have draw that line over one minute being late to a meeting or draw that line more and, and are a bit more lenient and then that comes so um, I think every manager sitting in the position you, you have 30 
men to control and, and how you manage them at certain moments, all very different, all very different in their personalities, in their egos, in, in how they want to be addressed is, 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 is very key. What is, what is also key is that ultimately you're, you're bringing up a team and you're trying to develop a team as well. So, um, and there's always eyes on you from, from others. So, you know, while we all probably sit in this position and make mistakes along the way in certain moments and should have been more stricter and should have been less at certain times, they're, they're decisions that we're constantly making. Um, like I said, some, some you get right, some you get wrong. And they had a really weird excuse presented to you that you, do, you just didn't believe or you've heard? Yeah, yeah, I've had a few of them. I've had a few. I'll keep them to myself, don't we? So I've had a few of them. Oh, a shame. Uh, finally, I noticed last couple of times I've been at Craven Cottage. This is a real um, sort of geeky thing, if you want. That Fulham are one of the few clubs in the Premier League that are still doing football programmes, which I, I think are the traditional heart of, of going to a game. I wondered if you agreed with me about how important it is when we come back that, you know... Yeah, you're not wrong. One million percent, mate. One million percent. I'm, I'm fully on your page there. There's certain things that are just... Yeah, you should never, ever, however however quick the world's moving, however fast it's moving, gadget, no gadget, whatever it is, there's certain things that are, that should always last the test of time, should always be there in a football programme for me. I'm on, uh, I'm exactly the same as you, should, should be one of them things really. So, um, yeah, so hopefully that will be the case.